Hello and welcome to the Expo, Sim Racing Expo 2022. I'm here with Chris and Lawrence de Souza for the Expo. How's it going? Good, yeah, great. It's uh, very exciting to meet all of you because it's, it's very surreal for me personally being overseas and almost everyone in sim racing is on this side of the pond, if mm -hmm. you will. And, you know, we had you on the podcast earlier in the year and we had a blast. But like your personality is even bigger in person, and it's <laughs> awesome. It's it's absolutely awesome. How are how are you enjoying the expo so far? Yeah, there's like there's a hype to this whole thing, right? You know, it's like there's there's a great energy. Yesterday we had a an amazing day with like just business to business kind of. So the, it wasn't gen, open to the general public. So you got to like you saw the CEO of that company talking to the CEO of that company, and you're like, are they friends? Are they enemies? Are they doing a business deal? Yeah, yeah. What are they doing? And, and you hear people talking you hear you, you see people taking things out of boxes and they've got like curtains that they've got stuff behind and it's just like you're in the heart of oh. sim racing which is like that's the crazy part that's what gives me a bit of hype about this thing one of the coolest things when you're in a b2b environment like that is when there's someone that goes okay you can't tell anybody <laughs> but <laughs> i'm gonna show you this amazing product that we have coming out and we're gonna announce it later like yesterday we we walked up to Vasaro. And he's like, oh yeah, we're launching this new product. Do you want to go ahead and just check try that it. out and try it? And, and, yeah. and we just walk over and Nick Hill and Toby from Gridfinder, they got to race on the rigs right there and, and Tom's sitting there interviewing him. And it's just those little teeny details that you just wouldn't get when the public's here. You know? I, I had that exact thing happen yesterday. I was with Asetek, uh, with Asetek yesterday morning and uh, the, the CEO asked someone, uh, is, is that working yet? And I was like, you know, kind of trying not to overhear. Uh, they brought me in behind the curtain and they had a set of pedals with a real Ooh, ABS pump on it. So real cool. ABS on a sim, set of sim racing pedals. That's and so they good. said, is, is it all working? It was all working. So they said, okay, we'll put it out on display now. So wow, I was like, was like a game time that, decision. That was that was the that's like, very cool. Okay. So they they brought it out at the event here, and I I got to kind of see, I got to witness their process of yeah, it's it's good to go now. That was crazy. That's amazing. That's, that's very cool. An ABS, a real ABS pump on their hydraulic cylinder. So wow. it's it's like. The cool thing about it is that they say like it's not simulation because it's it's the actual real thing, right? Yeah. It's, it's a real ABS pump. So when you when you press the pedal, you feel ABS things happening. That's and interesting. It's not pretending to be ABS. It's ABS. Yeah. That's <laughs> amazing. Okay. That's, cool. That's, That's so cool. That's like an interesting parallel to what SimiCube are doing, right? So, yeah, yeah. So SimiCube are arguably kind of stealing the show a little bit this year with the the first ever pedal with force feedback in it, right? People have done yeah. vibrations and rumbles, yeah. but these guys have got force feedback in it, and we tried it yesterday. Well, and we, it was insane. he tried it yesterday. I'm, I'm hoping yesterday. to get on there at some point this yeah, weekend it's as pretty well. Cool. You want to get on that stat, like, yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, um, I'll, I'll be... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was very cool. But that's interesting, because that is kind of a direct competitor, and you've kind of pointed out their USP there, like, this isn't simulation. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. It's, it's amazing that they just, you know, I, they didn't announce it, you know, yeah. they, they brought it, and it's literally just an ABS well, unit. The weird, th like the funny thing here is, is that working yet? Okay, we yeah. can put it out. Yeah. Like if it didn't work, like there's some developer in the back, like trying to fix it and figure it out and like yeah. make it work. And then game time decision, they're like, okay, it's working, put it out. Yeah. So you got to wonder if like the stress level of those oh God, guys yeah. that are like, they're probably in the car, like trying to make it work somehow and yeah. they get here and it's, and it's well, a we hit. See, we see a lot, a lot more examples as well. Like uh, track racer, all of a sudden bringing sim racing products, like steering yeah, wheels. Yeah. So, so 
they, they didn't have the products ready for the expo, so they 3D printed them, pretty much. That's so they've got display cases with, they look like working products, but they're pretty open. They're saying, no, they're just 3D yeah, printed. That's just uh, a shell of what we have. Exactly. Cube yeah. Controls did the same. They've launched the GTX2, which is their flagship wheel alongside the CSX3. And uh, they have a non-working prototype, yeah. but you can see exactly what it's going to look like. And it, you know, stuff like that is really cool. And I think we we accept that because of the nature of an event. If they had put up, you know, social media posts about this yeah. is what our product is going to be, people yeah. would be like, that's just a 3D print. But we're here at the event, and the CEO is standing right next to it. It's like you get a kind of a more of a sense of intent because they've they've put they've got all this effort. And they put this on display. I agree. It, it shows exactly what their roadmap is, and I, I love that because you don't get that on social media. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because, like, the acceptability of bringing it here is, oh, they they were under like the eleventh hour fixing these things, mm -hmm. and then they realized they couldn't make it. But on social, you're like, oh, they had all the time in the world. Why are they doing that? You and, know? and the pressure, the pressure in esports and sim racing in general, uh, we've got you know drilling in the background because we've got all the esports teams setting up. You know, setting up their rigs, yeah. and they're here last minute. They're practicing today. They're qualifying tomorrow, and they're racing on Sunday. That's you know, that for these huge events and the, the pressure, you can see like the, the Williams team right next to us, and they're just they're everywhere, and it, you can get that buzz, that excitement. It's crazy. It, it was very cool to see like the process of everything getting set up. So we got here, and of course the main stage was ready because we, they were streaming. The main stage is amazing. The amazing. main stage is absolutely yeah. incredible. Like you saw them on social, and you're like, okay, that's cool. But you get yeah. here, and you just kind of go, wow. That is the real deal. There's, is, yeah, there's a Porsche parked in front of it. Yeah, and it's like my dream car Porsche yeah. too. So I'm like, oh, I'll just take it with me somehow, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. But even even the vendors, you know, in the in the actual hall out there were. They're setting up all their stuff. They're taking stuff out of boxes. They're candid interviews because they're kind of like in the middle of working plus setting up. And yeah. it's just, it's a different environment and feel than we're going to get today. And, and the, like today is, because today is, uh, you know, the, we've got the Bavarian uh, uh, show going on next door. We walked past millions oh. worth of cars yeah. on the way here. That's very and cool. we haven't actually entered the main hall yet. We're still at the main stage hall right now. Yep. And well, we're full of, you know, energy. Imagine what's going on in there. Well, yesterday we walked through that that hall that had all the cars. There yeah. was not a single no, car. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. When did they get here? I don't know how <laughs> they got all of those Last cars night. like just all in line. Like, I can't even imagine what what a time lapse video of that would yeah. look like. Yeah. But we walked in. I'm like, wait, this hall was empty yesterday, yeah. and now it's just filled with these amazing cars. Yeah. So I wonder if we walk into the next hall, yeah. we're gonna be like, wait, what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Do you think this is a better location for the expo than the Nürburgring? Because there's pros and cons to both, right? Yeah, great question. The, the, at, at Nürburgring, we had uh, limited space. Um, mm. So it, it got busy very fast, and exhibitors didn't have the space to really show off what they're... You couldn't walk around a rig, yeah. and people were looking at a distance. Um, even though that added to the kind of the pressure cooker environment, they weren't expecting queues of thousands of people yeah. uh, for the tickets the next day. So it got a little bit busy, got a little bit uncomfortable at times. So this is a far better venue from that mm. point of view. Um, one of the things that I loved was, you know, it, the hall was so uh, busy last year and I, I'd get a phone call, I'd go outside and I would just hear exhaust notes, you yeah. know, from the racetrack and from people yeah. just driving. Mm. There were people driving, you could see registration plates from other countries just to get a photo in front of the Nürburgring sign. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, yeah. they were they were getting out and these big like groups of people with really beautiful cars. They were going having lunch and stuff mm. like that. So 
there is a there's a completely different aspect to it. This is I think we can concentrate more on the expo, on the the sim racing yeah. here mm -hmm. than we could there. There were a lot of distractions there. So yeah, it's, it's it's and we have more exhibitors as well this year, so that's cool. But yeah. I wonder if having the classic cars expressible to everyone, so everybody who comes in for the sim sim racing expo is going to be able to wander around all yeah. those cars, with their, which they're going to love. Whereas yes. the the, the track was just maybe one step removed from the expo hall, so you'd have to kind of find a way out to go and see it, right? So I, I think it's even I think it's even more exciting from that the other way around. So mm. sim racers are pretty much obviously going to be into those cars. Yeah. But those people have never most of those people have never been mm. exposed to sim racing. That's true. That's the, a very and good point. The crossover from that side over to our side. Exactly. You, I'm like we claim this side, but you and know, and it's not just it's a, just a car show. It's the classic car show. So it's the exact opposite to sim racing. Sim yeah. racing is like, auto, yeah. like the most modern version As of like automotive. Uh, and I mean, can, can you imagine being uh, Visaro or D-Box? Mm. They sell very high-end products, and it's not for everybody. Yeah, there are people in there who have million-euro cars yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. sitting there, and they're coming in here. They've got a simulator set up, and it's a proper like old-school. Did you go on it? Yeah, yeah, I had to go yeah, on it, thing, and they've got the wooden, like the wooden steering wheel, H pattern, Even like the full dash. motion, amazing. Yeah, like and that, you know, to ordinary Joe Soap. You know, something like that is, is an expensive setup, mm. but it costs less than a service for one of those cars. Yeah, that's true. So, that's a good point. That's, <laughs> a very, that's, that's an annoying change. Yeah. Well, because we were talking about that. We're like, okay, so sim racers, these elaborate setups where they're like, oh, yeah, it's an $80,000 setup. We're like, this is not a sim racer setup, let's yeah. be honest. Like, this, we come here to sit on them, queue up for hours so you can play in one one time, yeah. and then you go back to your desk setup or, you yeah. know, your fancy track racer setup or whatever, and you're like, well... I remember that one time at Sim Racing Expo, <laughs> yeah. I, I sat in that Vasaro rig and it was 80,000. It's like the story you tell yeah. to all your Sim Racing buddies because you went to the Expo. But you're right, like the those people over there that, that they brought those crazy cars, they're like, oh yeah, can you deliver it tomorrow? Exactly. <laughs> and that's going to happen. And that's why- I think that will happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet it will. That's why it's so interesting for them to be here as well. And you know, all those people have friends who couldn't be here as well. Yeah. So it, it's, it, the, the whole business to business and the high-end side is, is really exciting. Plus, obviously, the public coming as well. Mm. Um, a lot of people are waiting to make their decisions. Yeah. You know, they're, they, they want to buy a direct drive wheelbase or whatever. They just don't know which one. Well, the, today they get to they try them. They can touch yeah. every yeah. single I mean, one. We're surrounded by Moza, Fanatec. You know, the, the yeah. choices are endless. And maybe, you know, the Netflix uh, paradigm or whatever, they, they're, kind of, <laughs> they're still scrolling. <laughs> they haven't made a decision. But odds are when they sit in one or sit in a couple of them, they'll be able to make their decision. And being hands up, when you're spending a couple of thousand euro, mm -hmm. a couple of thousand pounds, most of us do that pretty blindly. Or we watch, yeah. you know, reviewer yeah. videos. Watch your watch, videos. Watch your videos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And, and you go based off the numbers and you're like, okay, the numbers seem like this one's better, but you, <laughs> yeah. you can't do anything other than, well, I also like the styling. Exactly. But here they're they're actually going to touch them. They're actually gonna, in some cases, even drive with all of them. Yeah, exactly. So let's, let's put you on the spot then. For sim racers who are making their way to the expo now, what's three things that they should do when they're here? Oh man. There's racing as well. Um, yeah, oh man, that's uh, like definitely check out some of the talks at the main stage mm -hmm. because you get to make eye contact with these people who you would only ever see on podcasts or whatever. On um, Twitch, YouTube, whatever, yeah. yeah. Everybody, like whether they're influencers or people working, staff or whatever, if you feel like approaching them and asking them a question, like 
even if it's a difficult question, do it because they have answers and they're very approachable. So that, friendly. That's why they're here. That's why they're here, yeah. In an event like this, they want you to ask the questions. It's not one of those things where they're trying to push you away and say, no, 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 leave me alone. <laughs> You're I'm, not walking into the office on a Tuesday morning. Like, yeah. excuse me, I have a question about new meters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and um, for me, it was interesting to speak to people and kind of learn the stories of like why, when they set up and stuff like that. Because it's it's one thing reading, you know, somebody's about page on their website, mm, yeah. but when they're when you feel kind of the the passion is like, well, this is why we designed this, and this was actually an accident, and you know, stuff like that is is really just just listen, just walk yeah. around, listen, soak it up. That that'd be probably my main thing is uh, enjoy the experience because there are a lot of things here, and um, like if you have if you already already have a really high end rig at home. Yeah, there's no real need to come here and go sit in loads of rigs. Mm. You know, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Try out new products and stuff like that. But try and make the event about the people as well. Meeting um, and, and go meet your favorite, you know, social media influencers and stuff like that. They love to chat to you. They are just, you know, I always say we're just people with webcams. Yeah, <laughs> you know, hey, that's, that's, that's all. That's all we are. Like, yeah. that's all you guys you are. Boil too, it you know? down. <laughs> it's, it is. It's true though, you know. And people put people on a pedestal, but you know, you see uh, Jardier around or Gamer Muscle or whatever. They make time for absolutely everybody. Mm. Yes, they you do. Know? And sim racing is still small enough that we have that access, which is amazing. You know, like if like uh, I don't know, a Formula One driver was to arrive, mm. they would probably be swamped by people. Yeah. yeah. But sure. if Jimmy Broadbent was to walk past, we'd still just keep doing this. You know, everybody would, people wouldn't really be looking strangely yeah. at it. Yeah. So we're in the infantile stage of sim racing still, even though it's been around for many many years, and we're we're also lucky that you can get high end, high to top mm. end equipment. For, compared to other budgets, oh, yeah. other hobbies, it's it's relatively affordable, you it know, is, yeah. uh, considering what you can spend on golf or photography or what's more affordable than that hall anyway. Yeah, yeah than, than the, <laughs> the hall you walk through to get here. That's what they're doing. They're yeah. like, okay, walk them through the really expensive hall. Like, and then the this now feels cars, reasonable. And then they're like, oh yeah, that's, that seems like a normal price for, for a, a, a wheel. Right? And, and one of the crazy things about sim racing is that every day there are so many new sim racers. You can probably tell amongst your own circles of friends there are new sim races mm. and I just don't see that in many other hobbies I don't see that many people even hobbies that I'm involved in myself I don't see that many people taking it up yeah um, and spending that kind of money the entry is you know there's already uh, the the entry level is relatively high for a hobby uh, like you know a photographer can start with their smartphone mm. but yeah. you can't sim racing with your keyboard you can't start sim racing with your keyboard and mouse and stuff but the top end for photography is far far higher because it's far more sophisticated yeah, far yeah, more yeah. Uh, you know elaborate than than what we have in sim racing so far so we are really kind of on that cutting edge which is which is cool well we're going to see you tomorrow so, on the main stage yeah so i guess the big question now is um are you prepared to see us on the stage because we're going to play a little game it's going to be two truths and one lie do you have some good stuff for us for no that spoilers. little uh, yeah, no yeah. spoilers? No spoilers. Do you have no, some good yeah. ones for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. None of the three will be believable. Oh, <laughs> that's even better. Because you have to make them all crazy enough that you're like, I have no idea which yeah. one's the lie. Well, I'm quite excited for, for Dave Cam. So obviously Dave Cam's it's gonna be it's gonna be us three and Dave Cam up on the stage and we're trying to what we're going to do is try and cut through all of the very serious technical stuff about the future of the business of sim racing and newton fun. meters this and time models that. We're just going to have a bit of fun. But 
Dave Cowan was a policeman for a long time, so I think his stories are his going to be story? very interesting. I, <laughs> does he get to interrogate us as well? well whatever you're into, Lawrence. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever, we'll let you ask questions of him, and we'll go back and forth. The, the audience can participate. We'll try to keep an eye on some of the ADAC like official Twitch chats and stuff like that yeah. and see if we can pick up some questions from there. But yeah, we uh, it's going to be a good time, and it's going to be a nice break from you know the very serious tech talks and, and presentations. And cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, well, enjoy your time today at the expo, and you know if at, at any point you see us recording a, a reel or or a podcast episode, just pop in and say <laughs> hi and let us know how it's been going. We'll do. Our resident guy with webcam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guy with webcam. That's how I'm going to refer to streamers all the time now. Just a guy with a webcam. Yeah, yeah. You know. And good broadband. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. got good internet. That's, there we go. Really setting the bar quite low. Here. Yeah. I like. I like it. I like it. Well, thanks for coming on for the for. Oh, well, I almost called it the wrap up show, but we haven't even started the day yet. Yeah, it's like so 10 a.m. It's the pre-show to the massive event that we're going to be in. So. We're going to do a lot of reels. I'm sure, Lawrence, you're going to do some social posts as well. So see it from all kinds of different angles and all that great stuff. But, uh, yeah, any last words before we say goodbye and then see you guys later for the wrap-up show? Yep, see you at the wrap-up show. Thanks yeah. a lot. Thanks a lot.